This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, bad computer password practices could lead to phishing attacks at the Interior Department. 2022 unclassified Defense Department procurement spending nearly hits an all-time high. And the penalty for unethical feds could hit over $70,000. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Monday, January 9th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Bad computer password practices could lead to phishing attacks at the Interior Department. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. Auditors cracked nearly 22% of passwords used by employees at the Interior Department. That includes 288 accounts with elevated privileges and 362 accounts used by senior government officials. The report from the Interior Inspector General says the agency doesn't consistently use multi-factor authentication. Interior disputed how the IG characterized some of the findings and risks in the report, but the agency concurred with recommendations to strengthen passwords and prioritize the adoption of multi-factor authentication. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The NIH IT Acquisition and Assessment Center, or NITAC, is extending its CIO SP3 contract through April 29th. NITAC made the decision after continued protests delayed the follow-on contract CIO SP4. NITAC now believes it will make awards for CIO SP4 by March 15th. There are still three protests currently open before the Government Accountability Office. NITAC had extended the current contract two other times since the initial performance period was supposed to expire last May. Unclassified Defense Department procurement bounced back in 2022 with $436 billion in spending representing a 6.7% increase over the previous year. Bloomberg government says the increase comes from inflation and money spent on the COVID-19 response, the war in Ukraine, increased foreign demand for U.S. weapons, and a backlog of investments in military infrastructure. The Navy saw the highest jump in procurement spending for 2022, up 11% to $131 billion. Last year's total unclassified procurement spending reached DOD's second-highest annual total ever. The General Services Administration has a plan to address contractors' frustrations with the schedule modification process. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us more. GSA is about to enter prong two of a three-prong strategy to address the time it takes vendors to modify their scheduled contracts. Irv Kohler, the Assistant Commissioner of the Office of General Supplies and Services in the Federal Acquisition Service, says after surging people and resources to address the backlog created by inflation, two other initiatives will continue to decrease the modification timeline. He says better data from the 4P platform and an upgraded catalog will make the process even more efficient. GSA is also starting to pilot with vendors on the office supply schedule to test out a market basket approach to the catalog. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Federal employees who violate specific workforce rules will soon have to pay even more in penalties. The Office of Government Ethics finalized an increase in the dollar amount of penalties for feds who, for example, falsify a public financial disclosure report. Depending on the type of violation, 
Penalized feds could now pay up to $71,000. Federal employees have just a few days left to donate to the combined federal campaign. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. The Office of Personnel Management is making a final push encouraging feds to donate to the CFC. This year's annual federal donation campaign began in September. There are 5,000 charities participating. In last year's CFC, federal employees gave a cumulative total of $80 million. The program has collected more than $8 billion in total charity donations since it was created in the 1960s. For this year's campaign, the last day to donate is January 14th. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Office of Personnel Management is getting up to speed, standing up a government-wide marketplace for human resources IT solutions. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. OPM spent much of last year going through an HR IT inventory and modernization roadmap with some of the biggest agencies in government. Steve Krause, a senior advisor at OPM for its HR Quality Services Management Office, says that roadmap helped get a better understanding of the state of HR IT systems across the federal government as OPM looks to standardize the market for these solutions and services. There are opportunities to help the federal government speak with one voice and operate as, as more of an enterprise customer, if you will. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Agencies get new guidance for managing text messages and other electronic records. The National Archives and Records Administration is expanding the so-called capstone approach beyond email. The approach lets agencies manage records based on the role of the official that creates them. It allows them to streamline and automate how they manage electronic records. The expansion of Capstone comes as some agencies struggle to harness a growing set of digital records, including texts, chats, and ephemeral messaging apps like WhatsApp. The Postal Service's regulator is spelling out its goals for the next five years. The Postal Regulatory Commission, in its new strategic plan, looks to regulate USPS in a way that anticipates and adapts to changes in its operations. It's also looking to improve communication and outreach to policymakers, USPS customers, as well as the public. The commission will also move to strengthen its infrastructure and ensure it has the workforce it needs to keep up with its workload. A new partnership called Jump 2.0 will focus on high-risk, high-payoff research at seven theme centers aimed at accelerating disruptive microchip technologies. The Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, or DARPA, will team up with the Semiconductor Research Corporation and other partners from industry and academia to improve performance across a range of electronic systems. Each of the research centers will be run at a different university and include topics like artificial intelligence systems and architectures and high-performance, energy-efficient devices. The program represents DARPA's latest effort to partner with industry in developing advanced microelectronics. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Monday, January 9th, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.